0: or do you really know what you're talking about?
1: Well, here we are. Finally, we're back. Finally. Doctor Who Adversaries must live. Yeah.
2: We yes. didn't think it would, though, did we? We Not thought... This one.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, of, of all the uh, stories, yeah. you know, that we've been covering lately uh, that we've had to put off for two weeks, it would be one we really enjoyed, wouldn't it? Yeah,
2: yeah. C- c- imagine if it had been... Um, you know, Love and Monsters are saying, we just wouldn't have bothered, would we?
1: No, bad. I think we'd have skipped it. I fate, fate is telling us something. Luckily, this is a story I remember quite well, yes. and I have got my notes, but uh, yeah, boy, going back to a new Who to watch it again, I think, yeah, we would just skip a doctor. I think we ju- we'd just tell people that,
2: yeah, it, it got lost. The recordings yeah. went.
1: <laughs> yeah. So apologies for that, folks. Yes. Um, yeah. Just real life getting in the way and in everything. So, uh, here we are uh, we're recording although you know this has been kind of like cursed this uh, thing so this might not Steam. come Steam. out yes yeah, <laughs> it, it could be the heat all right so let's get cracking shall we yes let's join the Bristol boys again yeah so October 1976 how old
2: was that, that when we watched it what
1: the... yeah um, October 76.
2: 76 I was uh, eight
1: eight yeah. And you watched it, I presume.
2: I did. Yeah, I remembered this one quite well. Um,
1: Were you scared at all by the crawling hand? I
2: was. I, I, I quite like. I don't know why. Whether it's Adam's family or something, but I quite like uh, a hand on its own crawling. About. I remember the. You remember the Michael Caine terrible film, The Hand. Oh, I remember that as a kid. I
1: just remember yeah. his terrible perm. He had a yes. perm oh, in that. God, film. Yeah, that was
2: the perm era, He had a it?
1: tight perm, yeah. yeah.
2: Um, I remember that. I remember um, like the Peter Laurie thing, or the you know, where he had a cursed hand. I quite like the idea of a disembodied hand. Hmm. And of course, the thing from the uh, the Adams family. Yep. Um, but yeah, so I, I remember this quite well. I remember I um, found an old, old ice cream tub and cut a hole in it, and I put my hand up in it. <laughs> <laughs> and pretend to be, it's like almost my own pet. Well,
1: that's, <laughs> that's... not far off what they actually did to accomplish no, the pretty, special pretty effect.
2: Easy. This I did notice in this, um, because again, these are not made for big TVs and DVDs and Blu-rays and that. Um, and there's one shot where it's in the uh, the radiation cupboard and you can see the guy's arm in a yeah. black sleeve yes.
1: <laughs> doing it. That, that is exactly how they really accomplished okay. it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was live in camera, no yeah, compositing old, old or anything. School. So this is a, a strange tale in that this wasn't meant to be the story to say goodbye to Sarah Jane, no. was it? No. Um, um, it was going to be a, a story called The Lost Legion that Douglas Camfield uh, was supposed to write, wasn't it?
2: It was, yeah. It's a, another one of those sort of, well, a bit like matches us trying to get this recorded, and not it? Real, real life and plans went out the window, didn't it? Um, when they were doing this so yeah it was a bit of a cobbled together last minute job and to be fair as much as i do enjoy this you can see it yeah you know that the 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 plotting is sort of a bit miss timed in that like you'll have one episode where lots happens and then one episode where nothing happens and yeah, it's 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 a very strangely plotted one, but it's carried almost entirely by the sheer charm of the cast. I think.
1: Yes, and yeah. the
2: basic idea involved the basic idea is good, but yeah, it's it, I, I know it's a lot a lot of fans think of this as like the the ultimate classic sort of thing. I don't think it is. It's a damned enjoyable story, but there there are faults with it.
1: Shall we talk about it then?
0: Yes. Come in, Eldred. Welcome to the TARDIS. Well, what do you think? I congratulate you, Doctor. The achievements of your people in temporal engineering are indeed as impressive as I have heard. Well, Thank you. I'm glad you like it. Where are its armaments? They're in here. your weapons won't work in here. we're in a state of temporal grace. we're multidimensional. what do you mean? well in a sense you see we don't exist while we're in here. so you can't hurt us and we can't hurt you. she can't hurt us? no. right there's a question I can ask you now. why are you helping her? well in a sense I think you could say I'm helping Earth Sarah. after all I can't allow Eldra to go on smashing nuclear power stations. Who knows how big she might become or what damage she might do. Anyway, I want to see Castia. Why? Oh, what on earth for? Well, travel broadens the mind. And a stitch in time saves nine. What does that mean? Look before you leap. Will you stop all this childish prattle? Time is passing. Yes. I wonder if you just give me a hand with the coordinates. I'm a bit vague on the exact whereabouts of Castia. Of course, Doctor. What is the expansion factor? Oh, just punch up 7438000WHI12127272911E8EX4111309115. 0, 0, 0, 1, 1, 1, and then see what happens.
2: Well, we, we see one straight away, don't we? The... Uh the ship and this entire first sequence
1: yes It's
2: uh, weird to say It's weird.
1: It, it, it's weirdly cut the, yes, the, the, yeah. the cuts are incredibly quick we have in yeah. quick su- succession we've got a flying wing spaceship yep with a voice calling out Eldred, uh, the traitor etc etc we've later find out that's King Rokon or yeah. Rokon but there's
2: no there's no establishing shots of who you know you don't you're hearing this voice and going what's going on what what yeah you're immediately thrown on the the back foot because it feels like they didn't film a lot of it of this mm. beginning bit um, the planet model is gorgeous though yes I was quite yeah. surprised it pops up because you get really not a great ship and like you say the sets in this of uh, when they're on Castria are, are not great so to say the least but then you get this model shot of the, the dome in this sort of icy um, mm. sort of tundra really good
1: no, really it's good. really smart yeah and we cut to inside, and you've got someone in a white anorak, you know, hunched. That's what I think our listeners have been like for two reckon, weeks. while we have yeah, been waiting for the there. podcast to come out. You know, probably, with probably not, on them.
2: not, not in a duvet like this guy is. It, well, it doesn't help as well that it's almost as if they didn't have any of the
1: costumes, is not it? Such a bang of duvet over his head. Well, the costumes apparently uh, in the script it said that this person resembled a Russian soldier. Uh. But Russia we told sold you under a duvet. Yeah, he's under a duvet That's, and he, yeah. he's got black, crystally hands. That's all we ever see yes. of this person. And the, the walls are covered in um, baking trays, aren't they? Yes, yes. Yeah, <laughs> Again,
2: yeah. it's like BBC, get in there.
1: Yeah. So this person is called Zazka. If you say so. Yeah, uh, who, who finds another, well, a, a dead person there. And we've got all this... Babble going on about yeah. an obliteration module, and it makes no sense, does it? It's like well, the obliteration module is the spaceship, isn't it? Yeah.
2: Well, they, yeah, well, yeah. They go, oh, the obliteration module. Uh, the obliteration module uh, isn't working. It's not spun. Yeah, and then you think, oh, is that ship? It's not a spaceship. It's it's an execution thing. It may, but it's it a spaceship. Yeah. May, I, again, I think it's just let, footage from somewhere else, isn't it? I don't think they they built any of this. It's very, very confusing. And the weird thing is, you don't need any of it. Because they explain later on. Everything you're getting here, they explain again. Mm. Later on. So you could have, you could have started straight with the TARDIS materialising in the quarry. Yes. And cut all of this cheap sci-fi rubbish out of it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, this module, or yes. spaceship, or whatever we, what you want to call yep. it, it, has to Plain be it. triggered early before yes. they lose control. Yeah.
2: Because Eldrad's... Doing something that means that he might escape, so they have to blow it up early. But because they blow it up in the wrong position, it means he might not be completely destroyed. Dead. I don't know how that works either.
1: No, there's a one in three million chance yeah. a so part of him will survive. Yeah. So they blow the ship up. That's Andy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is that the first or last? Or oh, I'm sure there'll be more puns. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um. Don't I'll... point
2: the finger at me about it. Yeah. <sighs> I'll
1: palm you off on something else. Oh, Ian, you got to knuckle down on these jokes. I'm nailing it. One will it, come to me in a minute. Well, as, a, as a rule of thumb, <laughs> they were all right. Oh, God, blimey! I do apologise, listener. All At least right, all so, yeah. <laughs> so we get this swirling shot of the galaxy, which I'm supposed. Yes. I, I, I think guess that's time supposed pass to. to pass that's yeah. time passing. Yeah, yeah. and. Uh, and uh, we cut to a quarry that's actually yeah. being portrayed as a quarry for once yeah which is nice that that it's a quarry they i think
2: they could have could have made a bit more play of that they land and they don't realize it's a quarry cuz it does it looks like every alien planet
1: it could the doctor visit. could have come out and goes i think we're yeah. on scaro yeah.
2: yeah that would have been good but they but it's sort of the again the the direction on this is not wonderful it's it's workmanlike and it, it sort of it tips your hand straight away. This is a quarry. These are the people. You, you could have you could have played with this a bit, I think. Yeah. But for some reason, the doctor comes out in the middle of a quarry with a siren going off and decides <laughs> I'm going to do a bit of cricket in.
1: Yes. Yeah. It, it, mm. Mm. What
2: do you uh, What do you think of Sarah's iconic Andy Pandy outfit?
1: Oh dear. Uh- this is your swan song this is how you go yeah. out of the show what in blue blazes was elizabeth sladen thinking
2: yeah i it, i know it was the 70s the, the you know the decade that taste forgot but it it is andy me. pandy It is andy pandy. i mean so they, they mentioned it later on don't yeah it's yeah, <laughs> yeah, that yeah fact? just like andy pandy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what is she doing sarah 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 um I do like her line. it isn't South Croydon as yeah. soon as she comes out <laughs> no yeah Sa- no, of course it's not yeah,
2: Sarah alice Laden is um, amazingly good in this this is i mean as a swan, swan song for a performance it's brilliant it's mm. her- t- you know her and Tom's rapport is just amazing yeah it's just a shame it wasn't more of an epic tale
1: mm. Okay, so they don't notice the siren they're in a quarry with a siren going off. A man waves at them, and they just wave back. don't they yeah um
2: i, I, don't, I don't it's like i w was the siren meant to be playing or they they've just added that afterwards because why you hear a siren they're designed that you don't go well, that's normal do yeah. you <laughs>
1: yeah it is that is all a bit silly um. But next we get this massive explosion, massive explosion. a real explosion yeah. um, you know the, the quarry men they were blasting in the quarry yeah. and, and and they did the filming and um, it was filmed especially for this story but it did you know it was actually shown on TV a month before oh, nice. transmission it was uh, seen in softly softly oh, really? a month before yeah um, somehow, in all that massive explosion, the Doctor's not buried. I don't know how that works. it says Time Lord reflexes leapt out of the way.
2: Yeah, it, it's a it's a bit silly, because, yeah, the Doctor's... Because the way it's edited, you, you're meant to think that they're right in the middle of this whole cliff going down, blowing up. Massive. It's a good explosion. And you think, oh, the God, they're all going to be buried. And the Doctor's just sort of there, isn't he? A bit dusty. Then, yeah, um but he can't he can't find sarah i do like that that without any of this psychic paper nonsense tom baker's mere presence and and sort of his manner means he's immediately in command of all these people yeah yeah so that's all it takes a bit of personality who needs but psychic yeah. paper but yeah they just follow him because he's he's got you know he, he he's got uh, something about him you yeah. don't want to argue with him. But yeah, you know. they they find um they find Sarah rather conveniently in a in a void. She was protected by some, some of the rocks and that. Um, but she's found she's grasped a hand, hasn't she?
1: The hand of Eldrad, yeah. yes. Now this hand is a is like a fossilized yes. hand with a finger missing, and that is exactly the same finger that's missing from the creature from the Black Lagoon when they find the fossilized hand. Oh right, it's exactly the it same finger. Uh, totally. A nod to it. It's a, the, the three nods in this. You alluded it to it earlier. You referenced it. The beast with five fingers. Yeah, from 1946. Creature from the Black Lagoon, and especially. Uh, Blood from the Mummy's Tomb, the yes. Valerie Leon Hammer. Um, yes, film.
2: I've forgotten that one. Yeah.
1: That's, yeah, yeah,
2: That's when those films you always watch, going, "Ah, oh, I want a mummy? I want some mummy action."
1: There ain't much mummy no, in you that get mummy film. a lot film. of Valerie
2: Leon
0: so
1: spilling out. Yes, yes. Call cool, blimey, down blousy moments in Hammer films. I mean, oh. they go off the scale. The count you know, broken. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, um, but yes, yeah, um,
2: the, in the novelisation. It's a really good novelisation. Terran Sticks runs. Um, and he does make a big play that Sarah, Sarah comes around buried alive, which is obviously horrible. And she's reaching out, she sees and she thinks it's the doctor, and she grasps the doctor's hand. Oh. And then the fact that she thinks he's died and gone cold, she passes out out of shock. And it's really nicely done. Um, but they don't really allude to that in this, other than Sarah at one point says, I thought it was your hand.
1: Right. Oh, is that it? Okay. Yeah. All right. Well yeah, she grabs hold of it, she passes out, um, and he's taken to hospital, still holding on to the hand. Yes, and uh, we meet
2: um I always think of him as the guy from Cloudburst, you know, the Indian doctor. Who's great, he's a great actor, but do you remember Cloudburst? It was no. one of those children you know, like it was Words and Pictures or one of those one of those shows where you learnt to read and they would have a, a six part serial no oh, right. In each, you know, in each series, and one of them was about this guy that was going to cause the clouds to burst and flood the land, and that, and he was the villain. And I always remember him from
1: that.
2: Right. Re- really good. But yeah, he's great, and he's got such rapport with Tom Baker.
1: Yeah, this is Doctor Carter. Isn't yeah it, it is.
2: Yeah. He's great because it's like he's going. Um, uh, I'm from you Oh, perhaps it's in Ireland. <laughs> he's great. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He thinks it's a fossil. It's a silicon based fossil. Yes. Um, and so that's studying that but, but Sarah has um, got the ring that was on Eldred's hand I don't yes. know how she's managed to take that off seeing as she was unconscious
2: yeah I'm not, I'm not sure unless it was the power of Eldred yeah. the power of Eldred compels you um, this is obviously not an NHS hospital though is it because it's they, they've got, they immediately can just drop what they're doing and uh, study ancient hands yes because he he goes along to the path lab and he meets the other doctor our one of our other main characters um who who, again is a really good actor and um he's like oh i'll use our electron microscope and i'll study it it's like why why are you bothering why don't you just go "Eh." it's a fossil it's it's off off a statue isn't it mate
1: yeah yeah (laughs) because they reckon they, it's been buried for 150 million years, this hand. Yes. It's flown through space, landed on Earth 150 million years ago. Uh, the Doctor thinks the answer must be in the quarry, so off he goes yeah. to search for it. Don't, don't you think Tom Baker works so well in contemporary settings? Yeah.
2: I, I just think he works so good. It almost feels like he should have been exiled to Earth.
1: Mm, yeah. I think he would have rather enjoyed it. Yep. Um, so he goes off and that's when Sarah goes to the lab and, and zaps Dr. Carter with yep. the first of the Eldrad Must Lives of the show. Yes.
2: And we get we come to know that, don't we? Come to know and love it. Oh. Eldrad Must Live. And, and
1: yeah. the inflection on the words. Yes. yes. Yeah. I love how, you know, when the doctor goes to the quarry, that quarry man's still there. Yeah. And... Uh, the doctor says to him, oh, it's an alien spaceship must have yeah. crashed here, boy." And he doesn't scoff at the doctor. He just goes, this fella copped it in a crash, like, you know. Yeah. He doesn't question yeah. him. He doesn't think he's a loony or anything. Well, I think,
2: at, unlike New Who, I think at this point, the assumption was that this Earth, this England, this Earth, knew about space travel. They'd been to Mars. They'd met mm. aliens. Yeah. I, and I, everyone plays it like, alien, yeah. We had one here last week.
1: Mm, yeah. You
2: know, which is not I like that. Yeah, Rather no that's than this good. It's
1: constant reset into And everyone's alien forgotten life everything. Doesn't
2: exist. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I've written it down. Fantastic line on the phone. Woman wearing pink striped overalls. Yeah. Yes, just like Andy Pandy Great line, which was added in rehearsals. I guess oh, that's it, at yeah. the point, you yeah. know. They still have costumes. The, her sc- costume. the yeah. script never said Sarah is wearing an Andy yeah. Pandy outfit. That's a, an in joke added in rehearsals. Um, what have I next put? Because this is two weeks ago, all my notes. Yes. Yeah. Um, oh, they
2: go, yeah, they, we, we visit the uh, Nunton uh, nuclear facility.
1: Yeah, because he says, "Where's the nearest nuclear reactor?" Because yeah. the doctor reckons that the hand's been absorbing radiation from the electron microscope, doesn't he? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> and I, this is a weird one, is Because this is all. This is pretty much the same
2: facility that we see in the claws of Axos. It's and an in joke. Yeah, but that wasn't a, that. That was was that Nunton, or was that I can't remember. No, it was they changed the spelling yeah.
1: of it slightly, but yeah, yeah, it is meant to be the same. Yes. This Is this is as you say the the, the the guys in joke yeah um, yeah um and of course yeah the one in clause of access looked different because that was filmed down my way that was down at dungeon yeah. S. that's right yeah. they filmed that yeah so sarah arrives
2: yes oh she's wonderfully shifty I'd yeah i'd love to
1: i'd love to see
2: uh i've seen uh, liz sladen play a villain a proper villain
1: she never think, did. There was no, never no, an no. evil doppelganger version. I think this no. is the nearest we got. Was a possessed. I think so. Yeah. And she's
0: so good at it.
1: Yeah, she looks very serious as so she's yeah. walking along with her and little it, Tupperware box. And,
2: and then we get something that is, it, it brings more horror than a creeping hand, and that's a brown Austin Allegro. <laughs>
1: <Hi>. <laughs> yes, you can see it's God, the mid seventies. The whistling
2: can it's back. Yeah, oh, you can tell. Lord. It's the fact that people are driving about in it, and ironically. Mm. It's great.
1: Yep. So she zaps one guard. Yes. And and just walks in. Yeah. Play, the place seems completely deserted, at least did, this area. Yeah.
2: Doesn't seem to have a lot of security for a nuclear reactor. But then I suppose it was the 70s, wasn't it? So, you know, they weren't worried about terrorists and stuff then, no, were they?
1: No, no. Yeah. So she zaps another bloke, sets the yep. alarm off by going into a, a radioactive room, opens that Tupperware box, and... Uh, You've just got the most most fantastic shot as the hand yeah, grows its, its finger back and starts to move. It I remember perfectly. that clearly. Oh yeah,
2: yeah, I remember that. That was like a scary moment as a kid. Oh, absolutely. Little eight-year-old me sat on the sofa, probably probably with me fish fingers and chips, watching on yeah. Saturday.
1: Because we are right in the uh, the, the pinnacle of Doctor yes. Who riffing on horror, classic horror yeah. tales, horror films, aren't yeah, they? The Hinchcliffe era was just my style completely. Yeah. Yep. Just take take a
2: horror film, horror story, a horror trope, and Doctor Who it. Wow,
1: yep, Brilliant. Yep. So that's the end of episode yeah. one. Episode two, we meet Professor Watson. Oh good old uh, Glyn Glenn Houston. Yeah,
2: he's brilliant. A very underrated actor. I think you got he got sidelined into um, sitcoms, didn't he? Yes, Which was a shame. yeah. Mean, al- he was always paper.
1: puzzled Yes. In, in them, I seem to yeah, remember. Yeah,
2: he, al- he was always the, uh, the, the boss figure, but the friendly boss. Yeah, or a, was bumbling, al- yeah, a bumbling yeah.
1: detective or something. Yeah, you know,
2: always that style of, of accent. But he's, he's great in this. I think this is one of his, his best performances. He's a likeable <laughs> character. Mm. Um, he gets some great stuff to do. And again, I don't, I'm presuming, in like, you know, this was the height of Tom Baker being actually nice and, and workable with. The, the camaraderie between all these people is great. Yes. You
1: know, yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah. And um, that's when the doctor talks over the intercom to Sarah, because she's shut in this room. And, yes. um, you know, they find out that Eldred must live. Must Eldred live. Eldred must she... live. Yeah. Yeah. And. Um, uh,
2: I love the fact that the nuclear reactor door has got shed locks on it.
1: Oh Jesus! I (laughs) I always forget the massive great. It's like land of the giants. It It is is a shed bolt, isn't it? It's a shed
2: bolt, yeah. It's it's exactly that. But uh, you know what? Part of me thinks that's really clever because I bet I played with my shed bolt, thinking it's the nuclear reactor (laughs) as a kid. You're gonna you're gonna sort of use use that and and what you know in it. So I. I, it's probably just a coincidence, but I think it's clever.
1: We have said before how your shed in your garden oh, doubled everything. for the TARDIS, yeah. the bridge of the Enterprise. Yeah. Well, you've got a nuclear reactor yeah, now. Yeah, nuclear
2: reactor, yeah. It, yeah. You know, that's all you needed was a shed as a kid. <laughs> uh,
1: my a my children have never played in the shed. I was always in the so shed playing. Yeah.
2: The shed always. was a fascinating place.
1: Yeah. Filled with wonders. The, the vice... Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> as a kid... All the cobwebs in there yeah. and the dead spiders and everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Kids, they don't, they don't know. They're born. They don't. No, no. Um, it's very nicely achieved, the hand climbing out of the box. Yes. That's very good. But then we go over to CSO for it, which isn't so nice. Uh no, see, there, there's, some, there's some really great effects in this, but there's also some
2: of-its-time shoddy CSO. Yeah, um, yeah. But... <laughs> Uh, it's 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 really weird though, isn't it? Because like, when you when you watch that Barry Letts uh, promotional video he did for CSO, it's like they're treating it as if it's like Jurassic Park CGI in it. And yeah. I'm 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 thinking, was it ever? Did we ever look at it and go, wow, that's that's amazing? How did well, I don't think do it that? was
1: ever believable.
2: I don't think it was ever believable. No, but they, it's sort of treated as the height of effects work, isn't it? It's so weird.
1: Maybe it was just out of relief that they wouldn't have to do the conventional things that they would yeah, have done. Yeah, could be. It's a massive shortcut. Yeah,
2: it saves hmm. a lot of effort and budget. Yes.
1: So. Yeah. Uh, next, we've got Doctor Carter attacking the Doctor with a rubber wrench, and boy, yes. can you see that's a rubber wrench!
2: I love that though, because it's like it's just laid there, isn't it? Hmm. I was like what? What? What in a nuclear reactor you need in a massive
1: great <laughs> wrench for? It's to adjust that bolt on the door. Yeah, exactly. Obviously. It, yeah, yeah. Um so it's he... quite
2: shocking he dies early on because he 'cause he I'd forgotten a lot of this storyline. And um you think, Oh, he's a nice character, I like him. Oh no, he's been taken over Oh he's dead. <laughs>
1: it's like, yeah. Oh dear, never mind. Yeah, but also we got and, and this is a standout moment for me in this story, what? is Professor Watson calling home. Yeah, that's brilliant.
2: Just one thing about so they're they're going through the nuclear reactor place. Hmm. Was that the same um the same whatever? As Blake Seven, yeah. You know, it the didn't half um, looked like it. Yeah, you know where 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 when, where you got Avon doing his
1: side, so, yeah, yeah. And, and Avon's doing his sideways running thing. Yes, yeah. He's, as the explosions are going off, it does look yeah. like it, doesn't it? Because yeah. I'm
2: I'm thinking they're probably both within, uh, you know, 10 minutes drive from the BBC. Yeah. But yeah, I I, I keep meaning to look it up, but I'm very late. Mm. But yeah, we get probably one of the nicest scenes in this I think it's very subtle and it's a sort of realism we don't get in who alarm you don't because, see it in yeah. science
1: fiction generally no,
2: no, no because you you generally don't want to to sort of play up that these people are gonna die but it's it's brilliant because it's yeah he's calling home N- trying not to worry his wife but he wants to speak to her what he thinks is for one last time yeah. say goodbye to the kids it's, yeah, it's really heart-wrenching.
1: He just says, I might be late home for dinner. Yeah. You know, he thinks he's going to die, doesn't yeah. he? It,
2: yeah, exactly that. I mean, I don't know, I don't quite know where his missus lives that the nuclear reactor exploded wouldn't take her out
1: as well. <laughs> yeah, that's a very good <laughs> yeah. point. Yeah. Um, the doctor reaches Sarah and and knocks her out. Yes. Um, he, he notices the hand, but he drops the ring, which is crucial. Yeah. Um, Again,
2: um, it's a bit of a groan-inducing moment, but it, it propels the plot, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, and there is no explosion because, you know, the yeah. hand has absorbed all the radiation. Yeah, it's and an and, and left Sarah as well. Yeah. Yes,
2: yeah, so so the hand has absorbed everything, um,
1: which is uh, no one can quite believe.
2: We could do with this hand kicking about now, couldn't you? Yeah. Moonbase Alpha would have been fine if they'd have just had that hand about.
1: Yeah. Well, you say Moonbase Alpha. This guy Driscoll uh, coming up now, yes. I remember him. He was in Space 1999. Probably. He was in an episode of Space 1999. Because, you know, he pinches the ring, doesn't he? He does, He, yeah. he goes to get the hand, pinches he, uh, the ring.
2: He sticks his finger in Eldrad's ring, doesn't
1: he? <sighs> oh, dear. Um, go back to your hand jokes. Uh, yeah. um, and... So, he takes the hand and he makes for the core. So, we're going back to the big shed bolt door, aren't we? Yes. Um, Yeah,
2: Driscoll's going to go in. I love that um, they just shout at him to stop. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, that'll work.
1: Yeah, but, uh, yeah, we're back to alarms going off and evacuation again. Um,
2: Uh, Why did the the monitors in the office blow up?
1: I don't know. He goes into the core and, yeah
2: yeah, yeah I, this is this is this would be like your server where you're working blows up three floors below so your computer monitor explodes yeah but some nice explosions in the control room yep
1: yeah, yep yeah, not bad and that's the end of episode yeah. two
2: it's flying by isn't it? well so I, enjoying it
1: i I find it amazing that we're two episodes in and all we've had basically yeah. is a possessed Sarah and a rubber hand and yeah. I really don't mind.
2: No, no. There's very little to this story, but like I say it's carried by the sheer
1: greatness of it and the acting. And Two that, episodes yes, and really not good. much has happened, but it yeah. doesn't matter, does it? Hmm.
2: it no, it, 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 you're so mesmerised. But let's like say I watched, I watched all this in one sitting, and it just flew by. Mm. And that, yeah. you can't say that for some Doctor Who's.
1: No, no. Whether classic or new. Yeah, no. You know. No, yeah. yeah. Tom um, monster looking at you, yeah. So, again, the explosion and all that radiation has been I, absorbed. I love
2: this though, because, yeah, um, the doctor grabs Sarah and pulls her out and ducks in the corridor. So, you can avoid a
1: nuclear <laughs> explosion by ducking, by ducking, yes, yeah. yeah. And I there's going to be an airstrike, isn't there? Yes, um, this is
2: weird, isn't it? Because the um, Glenn Houston he just rings up the air force says, Can you uh. Can you bomb my nuclear power play at the station? <laughs> and they go, Oh yeah, you yeah, have no, we'll yeah, great, yeah, we'll do that. Be
1: there in ten minutes. Yeah, yeah.
2: it's like what? Wouldn't you have to get like prime ministerial clearance or something for that? Hmm. Yeah, just just bomb it. Yeah. What? What if? What if he'd have been just gone a bit mad that morning?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure this stock footage we've got of the planes, there's yeah. at least two different types of planes in that. That's I not, think so, yeah. That's not the same footage each, all the way through, is it?
2: No, I think I think it's also the same. It, uh, it was very familiar, and I wonder if it's the same footage from Seeds of Death.
1: Hmm, could be. Seeds
2: of Doom. Whichever one the Tom Baker one is. Like, Seeds,
1: Seeds of me? Doom. Seeds of Doom, yeah. yeah. I, it feels like the same stock footage to me. Well, we'll wait until we do see, see Seeds of Doom. Um, that doesn't work either. Um, but no. the door has melted. Bye-bye shed bolts.
2: Yeah, in a very Krell way. Complete with Krell sound effects.
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah, it and is. I thought, mm, that's got to be... That can't be
2: coincidence. That's got to be... Somewhat someone likes a bit of a forbidden planet.
1: Yeah, but we don't get the monster of the Eid. Instead, we get the very female Eldrad. Eldrad. Comes thought,
2: out. Oh, <laughs> <a rabbit laughs> um... I do love it. They all they all decide that it's going to blow up. So they um, uh, they race away. The Glenn Houston like uh, tells everyone to, to run away. And I do love that security guard that's shutting the gate. Like, it's going to explode, and he's <laughs> but yeah, well, we don't want people wandering in. <laughs> really good. A nice little nice little realistic touch.
1: Yeah. So, what do you think of the look of this first? I, version? I really love
2: this. I think it's a great costume. Um, it, it really goes together well
1: um, as a costume makeup effect. It's rather accent. noisy, though. You can hear. Yeah, whether well, I mean rubbing. Bit,
2: yeah, Docs who suffered from that a lot—they just couldn't. They, you know, they couldn't do ADR work. What What they recorded was recorded. But I, I'm thinking Eldrad might make that noise.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know? Who's to say? Yeah, apparently uh, lots of those crystals kept falling off. So, I can imagine. So, but we yeah, don't hear any lit, little tinkle as they fall but off.
2: I, I absolutely adore this. That when, when the doctor says, uh, Sarah, this is Eldred, and she just goes, Hi. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Utterly brilliant.
1: Something I have never noticed before is that uh, the actress, Judith Parrish, yep. is wearing contact lenses that are the same color as her bodysuit.
2: Oh, I've not, not really noticed. I've never noticed yeah. that
1: before. Alright. Now, what she looks like is a bit different to uh, what the script says. Oh, god, Okay. Uh, is it more like Mayanna or Dredd? Well, the, f- the first script says a skin-tight metallic red crystalline jumpsuit. Not really,
2: but
1: okay. Okay. And then that was amended to a humanoid of dazzling white radiance.
2: Oh, no, you can picture how they would have done that, can't you? I've got... Overexpose no, I, the picture and that's it.
1: Well, I've, I've, I've got an image. When you say dazzling white, I, I think of uh, Kronos. Yes, that we've just yeah. been talking about. You know, go oh, blimey. Can you imagine if you've got another blooming bird come out? Oh, well, a different another, type of bird. <laughs> another person with a bucket on their head. Yes. So that's where we are. Now, at this point in this show, we were going to have a, uh, a guest co-host weren't we
2: we were yes
1: yes, yes. but like but i yeah, say this, gone
2: wrong with this, this
1: recording has gone wrong time and time again and we were <laughs> going to have a a visitor at this point and yes. that visitor was by the name of neil sims now neil sims you and i know back to our dronerama days yes and drone magazine in that he used to advertise in the back and Neil is a fantastic sculptor yeah. of garage kits usually busts he yeah. did a few full, full very figure ones but Ve- yeah he's got a very impressive bust as old neil yeah. and uh, yeah very talented uh, guy i i bought quite a few of his busts yeah, uh, yeah, especially he's, the he's batman range he had a whole batman range yeah. of characters and i got- think uh, i've still got mr freeze um, but the fridge, yeah, he's on top of the fridge. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, 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 amazingly talented guy, yes. and and he's got very good taste because he's a big Lauren Hardy fan, and you know his sculpture of the bust of James oh, Fillinson has to be oh, seen yeah, to be believed. Great. You know, it's amazing. But, yeah, I
2: do. I'm. I, I, I do love his Eldrad bust, the female well, bust as well.
1: Again. This is why I I reached out to Neil, and and I knew that I mean he's done some amazing Doctor Who busts, hasn't he? You yeah. know he's a uh, celestial toy maker, um, you know the guy the the half converted Wyvern guy, you know amazing busts. And my favourite one that he's done is Eldred. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I'd,
2: I'd probably go along with that as well. It's it's stunning.
1: Yes. It's like looking I, at a photo. And I remember him posting an image of it, and I'm thinking, yeah, you're right. It's like a high-class, yeah. good-quality photo. Um, and, and saying, oh, I love the Eldred character, you see. So I thought, oh, that would be nice. When we reach the point where, you know, female Eldred first appears, it would be nice if he comes on the show and just, you know, lets us know yeah. why he's a fan of Eldred, and, um, you know, how difficult it, it was to sculpt it, and paint it, because the paint job is beautiful as well. And, yeah, he was meant to be here at this moment, but technical problems uh, um, has meant that he hasn't. But, so I said, oh, that's be a real shame. Can I ask you the questions, and I'll read out your answers. So I'm going to read out the answers now. Now, you don't know these, do you? No,
2: no, I've not not heard of these.
1: Are you going to do a voice at all? I've never spoken to Neil, so I don't know what accent he's got. So uh, in my mind, he talks just like me. Oh, that's handy. He stops better than me. You can do pretty good. Yes, yeah. So here we go. This is what he says. All right. He says. So my first question about why uh, uh, you're such a fan of Eldred. He said uh, the actress Judith Parrish just always connected with me. Her balletic movement and ethereal countenance were a very impressive. uh, Were a very impressive, and made an impression. Okay, so that's the first point. And then regarding how difficult was it to achieve her likeness? He said the design was complex, sculpting all the gems, but it was her likeness that was the most challenging. Sometimes female likenesses are a lot more subtle, so one has to be careful in the construction of them. A tiny look one way or a tilt of the head can make or break them. Okay, and then I said, and how difficult was it to come up with that fantastic paint job? And he said the paint job was an idealized version of what we see on screen. I've kind of simplified the base coats and then brought up the highlights with metallics, which adds a shimmer here and there. Weathering powders were used to create the purple and blue metallic tones. She was quite a long process. I definitely found her the most challenging, so I appreciate your kind words. Okay, yeah. So thank you, Neil. But thanks yeah, for. Thank, uh, thanks it's a shame you're not here to talk about it, but uh, but uh, thank you very much for that. Yeah, and it, yeah, he's definitely definitely right because
2: <coughs> yeah, if you're if you're like trying to sculpt John Pertwee or something like that, you've got a lot of craggy character to work with. Mm. Um, whereas uh, yeah, Judith is is very nicely smooth skin. skinned
1: Smooth skinned and yeah. yeah, no no you know distinctive feature i mean uh, a, a lot of males you know you've yeah. got something about their physical appearance that you can emphasize yeah. you know yeah, you Ma-
2: can almost make caricature of it
1: yes of it. yeah i remember you know you, you you saying that um ian gibson you know the 2000 yeah. ad judge dread artist uh um he did a commission for me once of uh Emma Peel, you know, uh, Diana Rigg, and he found it hideously difficult because he said, you know, uh, she's too perfect, her face is too perfect, she's difficult to actually draw, you know. I don't think I've ever seen that. Oh, I'll send you a picture. Um, It was a commission for my wife, she was big into alias at the time, so I commissioned uh, Ian to uh, draw me a picture of uh, Emma Peel and whatever, uh, Jennifer Garner? That was Jennifer got it. Yeah. 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 Whatever her character's was. Yeah. So, you know, a mod, a modern spy versus um, you know, a sixties one. I'll, I'll send you an image. Oh,
2: wait,
1: come on. Okay, so, uh yeah, out she comes and uh yeah, is startled by her reflection. She didn't realise she was gonna look like that, but of course yep. she's taken the form of Sarah. Hasn't yes. she? Yes, because she's she was take, the first f- person to touch the hand. Exactly,
2: yeah. Take taken I mean she doesn't look much like Sarah, she's a foot taller but yeah, taking a female form, to, to basically to I suppose try and not startle people.
0: Mm. Um,
1: what if they had done um, this? I mean, you said about Sarah Jane's never been a villain. What if, oh, yeah, she if she had a dual role and you got you got Elizabeth Slade in and you paint her blue and cover yeah, her in jewels? That would
2: have been amazing. I mean, don't get me wrong, I I wouldn't want anyone to replace uh, Judith Paris. She's great. This character's almost perfect. But that would have been a, a Wonderful opportunity.
1: Mm. It's yeah. a good way perhaps, to go perhaps, out, wouldn't yeah. it?
2: And uh, perhaps Leah Sladen went, you aren't slavering that stuff on me.
1: Yeah. And what I'll about. As Andy Pandy, but behind <laughs> yeah. me. What about when, you know, Sarah Jane oh, regenerates? And, yeah. and, no, no, I was thinking more Harry. Harry, yeah. Harry comes good, back yeah. for the male Eldred. Yeah, but you think if Tom would have played
2: the male you could have had the two leads playing their alternate self I suppose at, at the end of the day they just couldn't because they didn't have the time to no. muck about with all that sort of thing but that would have been great
1: yeah, mm, yeah. and I love the fact how the doctor when he meets Eldrad for the first time he's he's friendly yeah you know this is, he, yeah this he, he is, wants
2: to help yeah this is great this is classic the doctor wants to help what we're thinking is the bad guy um and, and Eldrad sort of responds to this as well. Because mm. we're, we're so used to the Doctor offering, you know, like with the Terroleptors and that. Now I can take you off this. And they go, ha ha, no, we're villains. And she's like, yeah, all right, well, well done, thanks. Thanks yeah. for the me. And then we get, yeah, they, they go back to the TARDIS, but we, get, <laughs> we don't get a scene of it, but I would have paid to see Because at some point, Eldrad must have travelled in an Austin Allegro.
1: <laughs> I want to see that scene. That is a very good point. How yeah. did they get back there? Yes. Yeah. Oh no, no, I yeah. don't want to see that scene. No, no. Um, I tell you what, I don't like about Eldred is is those glowing blue eyes. They've CSO'd... Well, it, yeah. They put a bit of it's, material on her. It's on the her face. thing they? again, isn't it? Where yeah, he bends, oh yes, yeah. Bends
2: down and then comes up, and they've just stuck orange peel on his eyes. In this case, she bends down and comes up, and they've just put. Blue cloth or something over a horizon and CSO to glow on, it's not convincing
1: at all. No, no. Did you know that in the script, um, Eldrad was male throughout? Oh, no, I didn't there know. There wasn't going to be a female and a male. What, one. Was,
2: the, what was the reasoning behind that, that I don't show? know.
1: I don't know. I haven't seen anything about it. And that, I mean, they, they have, I'm it's so a nod glad to it. Did. No. Uh, a nod to it is um, Judith's voice has been lowered. Electronically, that's and not her real know. voice. Yeah, so that's a nod to that, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it could be. I mean, I'm so glad they didn't. That would have. Mm. That would not have worked in my book. No. Um. So she reads with using her blue eyes. She reads the doctor's mind, doesn't yeah. she? And, and, and finds out the truth. Yeah. And he's a time lord. Time yeah. lord. Um. And uh. And she says, "I've written it down." she has devised a crystalline form for her race to take to survive and that along with machinery is going to keep the planet Castria alive and she wants to go yeah. back doesn't she she wants to yeah. avenge herself for them blowing her up and banishing her yeah
2: well we, we sort of because she says she wants to get back to to help her people survive because by now they're like probably living in caves and things um but, yeah, she's, she's definitely got a revenge motif.
1: Yes. Yeah. Right she also says that two planets went to war on yeah. that planet. They ravaged it, and uh, she was sentenced to obliteration. Yeah. Mm. And she wants the Doctor to take her back in time Yeah. to she stop wanted, it all yeah. happening. She wanted him to take her back so that she could stop it, and the Doctor's
2: like, yeah. Yeah. And I love this, again. We don't need any of these. It's a fixed point in time. The doctor just goes, "No, you can't." No. We don't need to know why.
1: Yeah. You he know, says, "I'll, I'll yeah. take you to the planet, but yeah. not back in time."
2: It's the equivalent of someone going, "I'll take you to the roundabout, but I'm not going down that road." Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. 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 And of course, they're in the TARDIS at this yes. point, and her um, powers don't work.
2: I don't, I don't know if we've covered this. Uh, this console room. yet.
1: What, I don't what are your think we have. On it? I prefer the original it's nice it's quaint but I wouldn't have wanted it all the time no
2: I remember it from this season when I was a kid and uh, I remember really not liking it and time hasn't changed that view I think it's boring Mm. you know I know they went for like a Jules Verne type look yeah now it looks looks like yeah
1: yeah, now it's like oh they've done a steampunk you know sort of thing yeah
2: it, it looks tiny it looks uncomfortable um I don't like that we've got no doors you know they just come in from the side don't they on the you know, there's no opening doors or anything the console is just boring as hell it's like yeah. a, a writing desk with two switches um, but we do we do learn I think it's the first time we learn it that the uh, uh, the, the TARDIS is, is in a state of temporal grace
1: that is a great line isn't it yeah it's great yeah. Um, so her powers won't work in there yeah Mm. And it, it, I love it that Sarah's like she's got no power. Right, I'm gonna
2: speak my mind. <laughs>
1: Great. <laughs> um, so yeah, they go there. They go to the planet. There's yep. the control room so we saw at the start.
2: Isn't this the the story where the coordinates are the BBC phone number? It's
1: the BBC yep. phone number. It's it's all sorts of numbers that yep. Tom Baker knew. Yes. yes. Yeah. He just spouts them. Yes. Um, yeah, they go to that control room that we saw at the beginning, um, and Eldred thinks there will be survivors, even though it's 150 yeah. million years later.
2: There'll be someone. There'll yeah. be someone crawling about.
1: Yeah, she says, come, we will descend to the thermal chambers, and promptly gets a ch- dart in the yeah. chest.
2: And this, this shows what a, um, what a good character Eldred is, that we've got a cliffhanger, and it is, will the villain die but not in a, will the heroes be able to kill the villain? It's, oh, will the, will the villain survive? We're worried. Yeah, she gets a, a big arrow in her chest.
1: Yeah, and no, I guess back then we all went, eh? Who? Yeah. Who? who shot Eldred? Yeah. yeah. Um, because this is a, a, you can't really see it. They haven't cut it properly, but no. it's an I, arrow full of a liquid. Yes, it's a massive arrow as well. It, um
2: what I said. I, I, I forgot to write down who directed this one. But the direction is is
1: not good. No. Lenny Main. Lenny Main. Yes. Yeah. Um, Yeah, because this arrow was filled with acid designed to break down Eldred's molecular bond. Yeah, and this is where
2: the Doctor sort of starts to twig some things up, because it's like this trap has been specifically set for Eldred. Yes. Um, And I do like the... uh, the, the, It's like episode 4 starts and uh, at this point the plot's over yeah the, literally this the rest this, of this is where it all falls filler. apart now yeah, yeah. Um, but we, we do get to see just what a strong bloke Tom Baker was when he picks up Eldrad oh boy doesn't yeah. he yeah, wow. yeah
1: yeah yeah but he's got to get her to the regeneration chamber yes. it's the only thing yeah, that's going we... to save her
2: we get flashbacks of uh, the Green Death as well, don't we? With the world's worst CSO lift.
1: Oh, it's awful. All this yeah. now, like yeah, you say, it's, rubbish, it's padding. Yeah. This whole terrible screaming from Sarah Jane as she gets zapped. But she's not hurt because she's not silicon. Yeah.
2: I do like the uh, that we get this throwaway line where she goes to Dr. Where are all the people? And then he goes, well, you're walking on them. This yes, is their crushed yeah. remains. And her look on her face,
1: great, you yeah. know. Yeah. But all this going through the tunnels and across that bridge—it uh, is padding, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Um, they,
2: they, they, like we get about fifteen minutes of padding, and they get to the the regeneration chamber, and they pop Eldrad on the regeneration platform, and then she's immediately crushed. Into yes. Yeah. She's and just a smear like, yeah. on the counter. <laughs> the doctor's like, "Oh, didn't expect that."
1: Yeah. Um, and then it—and oh dear! In comes Eldrad yes. Mark II. Yeah, so, so Eldrad
2: had anticipated all of this. Clever Eldrad. Um, so although she was crushed, her essence was transported into some sort of regeneration chamber next door. And she comes in, but she's now Eldrad Mark II, the male Eldrad. The panto Stephen version. Thorne. He, Yeah, it's awful. It's, it's terrible. Yeah. The the costume is, is just diabolically bad. I mean, I presume they spent all the money on them judith's outfit and they yeah. have nothing left it look he reminds me um do you know the the uh the hunchback guy in 300
1: oh the yes yeah,
2: yeah. the way he's moving it reminds me of him it's like oh no this is awful he's got a crystal hat and i don't know i presume stephen Thorne had a beard at the time because he's got, like, this like, weird crystal disguise beard. painted that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, he looks like he should be in Slade. He does. a Christmas song or something. Yeah,
1: yeah, this is the glam rock version. Yes,
2: yeah, gla- oh, This. you're right, glam rock Eldrad, this is. Yeah. Um, can you imagine if this had been Eldrad all the way through? This story wouldn't be anywhere near as memorable. Why have they done this? I don't... It is strange, because unless they just couldn't afford um, her for the final episode... It's, it's, I don't know. It just, it's such, it's so out of left field, and it derails everything. And he's up, just not as good. Up to like this Steven point, I've
1: really liked Eldred. Yeah. Now I, I felt don't. Quite
2: sympathetic, and it's like, you know, when Sarah says at the end, um, "Oh, I liked her, but I didn't like him." It's like, yeah, you're yes. you're talking for the
1: audience there, yes. Sarah. Well, <laughs> I don't. But this this Rokon, this King Rokon or Rokon, yeah. appears, and he's a gold version. Yes. Of Eldred, Mark. Just the
2: same costume and sprayed gold. Uh,
1: and, and that's when we find out yeah. there were no alien invaders. Eldred no. destroyed the barriers to get rid of Rokon. Yeah. So, so he or she can take over. Yeah, and this is where the doctor basically
2: washes his hand a bit. It's like, oh, you're, you're just out for revenge. You're a, a megalomaniac. Um, and any subtlety in the performance is gone, isn't it? Well, it's Panto. Yeah. It's
1: total Panto.
2: He's yeah. just shouting at the top. I mean,. No one shouts like Stephen Thorne can, but yeah, this is. I think of all of his performances in Doc Two, this is by far the weakest.
1: Yes, yeah. Um, so he goes off to see Rokon, who yep. just crumbles away because the Rokon yep. we saw on the screen just happened to be a recording. Yes.
2: I mean, I don't know why they're not thinking. Hang on, it was one hundred fifty thousand years ago. He's probably not well. Mm.
1: You know? Yeah.
2: But but yeah, and then. Um, then we get another bit of a runaround, and the, the silliest death ever. What, the, the, the trip
1: and fall down the, the well?
2: The, but it, again, action scenes can't really be done in a studio live like this because you haven't got time to rehearse and you're not dealing with stuntmen. You can't fix the camera angles properly. But it's obviously that he just leaps over the scarf and jumps into the hole. Yeah. But why does the, doc, the doctors then immediately, that's it, ended... He's a rock creature. Why yeah. does he think that a fall is going to kill him? He right. was obliterated, and it didn't do anything.
1: Yes, that's true. He flew through you know? the the cosmos to land yeah. on Earth, and he's still it, bit exactly. him. Exactly. So, left.
2: so at the beginning, they're like they're so worried that there's only one way, and that's total obliteration. And you've got to do it at the right time, otherwise, now they could have just pushed him off a cliff. He
1: could still be alive. Yeah. That American chummy who's been announced as being in the 60th anniversary, that could be Eldrad Mark Three.
2: It could be, yeah, Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah,
1: yeah could be, yeah. Forget all this celestial toy maker nonsense, yeah. So, uh, and that's it. Uh, we go back to the Tardis. We're we're we sp- yeah. uh, ramping up towards Sarah's leaving. Yeah. So she and has this, a this bit is, of a hissy yeah. fit. Well, this is classic
2: Doctor Who, classic Who companion leaving stuff. You didn't get like uh, five or six episodes building up to it and emotional. It was always attacked tacked-on final scene. Yeah. You know, and this is the same, yeah, Sarah gets annoyed that he's not listening to her and she's fed up, you know, being hypnotised and threatened and that, which you would. Um, so she goes off, we get one of those classic, they're both talking to each other, but neither are listening, so they don't realise the yeah. gist.
1: I do like the line, yeah. Mergin Nut. Mergin Nut, yeah.
2: <laughs> I that was Tom Baker just uh, commenting on someone there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do like that uh, Sarah's line of I'm sick of that sonic screwdriver.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, you've been watching Modern here as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, he gets a call from Gallifrey. Um, this was huge at the time. I remember going, Oh, Gallifrey, that's the doctor's planet. He's going to go mm. back to his planet. Oh my God, what's it going to be like? It turned out it was quite boring. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, the, the doctor goes, he's talking to himself and he goes, I can't take Sarah. Why mm. not? Yeah, what
1: is that all about?
2: Yeah, is he embarrassed by her? She's dressed sandy pandy. They'll laugh
1: yeah. at. Her. I like how the start of it all, this final resolution, is he just says, "You're a good girl, Sarah." Yeah. Yeah, and he?
2: that's that's more emotional. Yeah. Than number ten crying on a beach for Rose.
1: <laughs> yeah, and. Uh,
2: uh, yeah, he he's going to drop her off at her, where she lives, Hillview Road, South Croydon.
1: Yeah, he says, you've got to yeah. go. Yeah. I can't take you with me. And, and she's changed her mind at that point, yeah. hasn't she?
2: Yeah, because she was just making a scene, wasn't she?
1: Yeah, yeah. She's
2: like she's like your kids when uh, they go, I'm not going to eat tea if I can't have this. And you go, OK, you have nothing. It's like, what?
1: Yeah. And <laughs> it's, me, it, yeah. it's a brilliant ending because he That's takes great, her home, yeah. except it's not, is it? Yep. Yeah, gets um, it wrong. Yeah, no hugs, no tears, none no. of all that bollocks. It's like just don't forget me, she says yeah. to him.
2: She, although it did kick off, uh, a million and one American fans desperately trying to get hold of that bloody
1: stuffed owl. <sighs> oh, really? F- yeah. Oh God, yeah. There's <sighs> that,
2: There's whole websites devoted to vote for
1: that <laughs> bloody owl. Why am I not surprised? Yeah. Why am I not surprised?
2: Um. Yeah. She. So she talks to the dog, and then. We get something really unusual for Classic Who, we get freeze frame. Which was Liz why. Sladen, No,
1: it's Liz Sladen's idea. Oh was it? Right. It was it was her idea to yeah, sit on a freeze that, like, frame.
2: It ended there in the next couple of frames she fell over
1: us <laughs> the dog no. attacked her No, no, that was old Elizabeth. Yeah. Uh, all right so That's it. end of an era goodbye, goodbye sarah, sarah. Jane. but of course we're not doing this chronologically we're going to be no. coming back and visiting sarah oh, with we'll the, love sarah coming back. but with again the at, at third the time, and fourth
2: sarah was as big as the doctor
1: yeah. to the show she you know she'd
2: been in it for so long
1: this was an event wasn't yeah. it yeah um, all right so earth date now looking down our quite substantial list now we have got the android invasion Right, oh, set did, in 1984, that? so oh, right. around about 1984-ish. Yeah, about somewhere around that. It's all
2: going to go to part in it. Yeah, soon. As soon as we get yeah to later here.
1: Oh. Yeah, so that's that um, behind the scenes. As I say, there was going to be a story called The Lost Legion where um, yeah. Sarah was going to die, wasn't she? Yeah, originally. Um, yeah, it was something to do with the Foreign Legion and aliens, wasn't it?
2: but well, they could have filmed it in Canberra Sands couldn't
1: they yes yeah yeah well the Carry On did yeah yeah exactly um, and uh, yeah uh, Elizabeth Sladen she didn't want Sarah to be killed or married off no And neither she, would have
2: worked very well no
1: and, and also she said she didn't want Sarah leaving to be the main part of the story yeah because she felt the story that uh, the, 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 the programme was about the doctor not the companion yeah.
2: uh, are you listening Russell T
1: yes <laughs> and um yeah Bob Baker and Dave Martin they didn't write the the last no. scene that was Robert Holmes but then it was rewritten by Elizabeth Sladen and Tom Baker so yeah very yeah, nice and
2: it, it's not it's really nice it's underplayed and it's so much more powerful because of that
1: yes yeah in that last scene where Sarah Jane is whistling yeah and she's whistling daddy wouldn't buy me a bow wow yeah um Elizabeth Sladen Can't Whistle. Did you know that?
2: No, I don't know. Oh, God, we know what uh, Ian Fleming would say about that.
1: (laughs) Um, So, yeah, Lenny Main, the director, that's him him whistling. Yes. And this was his last um, stint on Doctor Who.
2: Do you remember that song? There there was a whole period of time when um, our old chum, Mike Yates, Richard (laughs) Franklin got like a whole career and acts and a fan group because of that song and no. I can't work out what, yeah it was, it, it was this period of time it was like a weird fever dream um, but yeah he, he was known as Richard's Wows or something and it was, it just, it's so weird but you just saying that brought it back to me it's, I oh don't God, know what on earth you're talking weird about weird in the 80s wasn't
1: it I don't, yep. oh man
2: how did we survive it
1: <laughs> um, Lenny Mayne as yes. I say, this is his last uh, Doctor Who. He went on um, and did an episode of Softly, Softly. That's, do you know what, that doesn't surprise me because it's, this is so
2: blasé. It's point, point and film, is mm. it? There's no clever touches here at all.
1: Well, Softly, Softly, his yeah, direction. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, ra- ra- rather tragic, he drowned um, oh. after a wave swept him overboard in the English Channel wow. in 1977. Hmm. It's a bit
2: dark to end, yes. yeah, they no, I,
1: end on a laugh, don't they? No, I'm not ending. I've, I've, I've got Ach. more. Um, in, in terms of season, Eliza- yep. as Elizabeth Sladen is the longest-serving companion with any Doctor because she appeared for over three seasons yeah, and surpassed Fraser Katie Manning's Hines. record. Well, Fraser Hines holds the record for the longest-serving companion in terms of episodes, yes. That's it. Yeah, and Janet Fielding holds the record for playing Tegan for just under three years. Right. All right. And now, where's my little book? Here's my little book. I've got some behind the scenes on the special effects. Oh, good. All right. So, number one, Colin Mapson, who was the visual effects designer for, um, uh, for this tale, he says, This was my first show as designer, and my assistants were Steve Druitt and Char- Charlie Lum. Steve I've and heard I. Of Steve Druitt Drew. Steve went on to become visual effects director ah. on season three of Blake Seven. That's why I know. Yes, Steve and I collaborated with the designer of the Obliteration module. We decided on a smooth surface because we wanted to get away from the clutter of kit part detailing. Mm. With hindsight, yeah, yeah, he knows. He knows what you're just about to say. He says, with hindsight, this is an experiment that probably didn't work, as you get no idea of the scale of the thing. Yep.
2: Exactly.
1: Yep. Then he says about that opening um, scene, the snow scene with the dome. Uh, the model landscape featuring the Castrian Dome and TARDIS was built by Steve and myself with Charlie Lum helping out. We threw a very fine powder called Cabbis Cell into the path of wind machines to simulate the Gale Force winds on the planet. All it right. sounds like
2: something that would be banned now, doesn't it? Yes. It's going to give you lung cancer. Yeah,
1: yeah. It'll be like asbestos. Yeah. yeah. Um, that is a,
2: it's a great. Um, scene now
1: that Great oh yeah model. yeah Brilliant. i've got a very nice sketch yeah. in this little book oh, right. of his uh, sketch of it so i'll put that on facebook uh he says for the studio recordings charlie made the freezer dart and the power station temperature gauges while steve and i made three versions of the hand itself we made one fossilized prop with a finger missing and one completely regenerated prop these were used when the hand was inanimate or being carried by an actor the third version was actually worn like a glove by Steve. Sometimes he'd have his own hand through a false floor or wall and integrate with the actors. Other times we'd superimpose the, the hand crawling with, along via CSO. All the hands had been moulded from Steve's own to ensure continuity of size. We returned from lunch on one of the studio recording sessions to find the main prop hand had gone missing. I tried not to think the worst and asked Steve if he had moved it for a joke. He hadn't, so we made a studio announcement asking if anyone else was having a laugh at our expense. Unbelievably, the hand had been stolen. Mm -hmm. That was a nightmare scenario. It wouldn't have been so bad if we'd finished with it, but we were only halfway through the show. The recording order had to be altered, and we made another hand for the next session. Wow. So
2: someone stole that away. I wonder if it still exists.
1: Well, no, because it says months later, the missing hand... Along with a selection of other stolen goods, was discovered at the home of a disgraced BBC employee oh. who had worked on the show. Yeah, so I wonder what else he had. Yeah. Hmm. And Shep then. the Daleks. Something from the goodies, you know. Right, so um, this is from Steve Druitt. A little bit more from Steve Druitt. I was shown an article in one of the Doctor Who publications which claimed that the design of the Castrian Obliteration Module was based on the spaceships featured in the 1952 film War of the Worlds. And they do look kind of similar, you know, the smooth wing, flying wing thing. Not true. I can clearly remember Colin Mapson and I wanting to create a style with a smooth surface. My use of curvature on the model related to the stylized design work I had learned during my apprenticeship at the Ford Motor Company. The other miniature that I made for this story was the Castrian dome seen briefly when the TARDIS materializes onto Castria. Okay? And that's it. Yeah. All right. So that's behind the scenes. All right. Now we have to vote and of course we've got two Eldrads. Yeah. This is going to be interesting. Yeah. All right. <laughs> let me just get down to the right bit. Will it be surprising? Yeah. E1 and E2. So Design first of E1, um, female Eldred. It's a sim- simple design. It's basically,
2: you know, a, a bodysuit with crystalline things. Her head is very, uh, remind me very much of the Mutoid helmet.
1: Yeah, there's definitely that going yeah. on. Um, to the point
2: where I thought, oh, I wonder if they reused it. And it's like, nah, it's, it's too different a shape. Um, yeah, I think the design it, it, it is It's good. It's basic, but it's good. Um, I'm going to give um, the design a seven.
1: A seven? Well, I gave an eight, so that's seven and a half. Yeah, I, li- I, I, I like it. I really do like it. I'd like how you know. Obviously, you know, it's like crystals stuck on a leotard or something. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, it'd be it'd one of those that it looks really simple. But I bet if you wanted to like create one, yeah, it would be horrendous. You don't see many people cosplay no, this. No, no. Much as Neil would like to, um, and the effectiveness of Old Judith in um, the role.
2: Well, this this is one of my very rare for me. Um, I think Eldrad Mark One gets ten out of ten for me. I love a the 10. performance. Yeah, I think it's a pitch perfect performance. The character works. I love the fact that she's got shades of grey and she's almost sympathetic, and you you can't help but like her, even though she's been a bit alien, which is great. No, I
1: think yeah, ten out of ten for me. Oh, blimey, um, I'm sorry, but I dropped half a point. Really? You, you thought her performance was worse than the look? Wow. No, 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 I, no, no, no! It's not that. I, I tell you what's doing it. It's the, uh, it's those blue light, blue eyes. I lost half a point yeah. because of the glowing blue eyes. Ah,
2: I forget everything else works so well. I'll, I'll forgive
1: that. All right, so that's an adversary rating yeah. of 8.75. So that's still a nice high score, yeah. isn't it? I think it's yeah. deserving, yeah. For Eldrad 1. All right, Eldrad 2, then. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Design of Eldrad 2. Um, It's
2: just weird, this, because I'm not entirely sure it was designed. I don't know what they were going for. So normally you can see, you can you can think, okay, it's gone wrong somewhere, but I can see what they were aiming at. This is so weird. He looks like... Um, Remember the toy you got, um, He-Man's Ram Man? Yeah. Was it Ram Man? Yeah, the guy who's yeah, who had all, like no it, neck. Yeah, he all chunky
1: yeah. and square-headed, yeah, wasn't he? Yeah, it's,
2: it's like that, but a bit too early. Um, for me, this design gets a three, and it, it thinks itself generous for that.
1: Well, I gave a two. Yeah, don't blame you. Because he's horrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, and how effective is this? Um, I think, I mean, it. The trouble is he suffers
2: because he's coming after... Such a good performance, but even if it wasn't, if you watch this episode four in isolation, it's it's a Mickey take pantomime performance. It doesn't work for me, um, so I drop down to a two for performance. On that.
1: Well, I drop down to a one. Oh. So that's one and a half. Okay. <laughs> I,
2: I I think he he got a little bit extra for me because he's
1: got a sparkly beard and moustache.
2: <laughs> so what the hell were they thinking? Of?
1: <laughs> Oh dear. So that's a, a final adversary rating of two. Yeah. Oh Eldred he's like that, to be honest. Alright, let's put them in their caravans he's then. He's
2: definitely he's definitely down in the
1: Derek Deadman. Yes, yeah. Arena. Uh, right, so let's have a look. Two, yeah. Okay, he Eldred Mark Two is in a caravan number two with oh, this is all quality, this is. Uh <laughs> Mess door. Oh god. Yep. Yeah. The human-shaped Gelf. Oh. Yeah. The big head version of the Malice. Mm. All right. The Dragon. Oh, this is an embarrassment. Yeah. Plasmatrons. Yep. Oh. Yeah. And the Zeraphin. Fair enough. Yeah. He can boss them around. He can yeah. shout at them, can't he? No
2: one can say that we're biased for Classic Who, can they really, with that little line No.
1: And Eldrad Mark 1 female yes. Eldred. Get, get shares, yourself to the
2: better end. Go yeah,
1: on. She's up near the top. She's sharing a caravan with one other person. Oh. The War Chief from oh the War God. Games. Oh, they'll get on <laughs> lovely, they
2: will. The I don't know. The going to be amazing.
1: I think he's going to see her as a right old threat. Yeah, I think so. I think she'll dominate him. The War Chief. Blimey, yeah, we well. haven't mentioned the War well. Chief for ages, ever. Yeah, she's that's everywhere. been a while,
2: is not it? <laughs> that's, uh, it's, uh, what's his name? Um, it's, yeah, Chummy. Oh, well, not Medford, was it? Medford was it? Yeah, M- no, that's Mika. him. Mika. Mika,
1: that's yeah. him. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> with well, Eldred. All, all right, oh, so dude. is this story good enough to be in your top ten? No. it's got t- it, It's great,
2: but it's got too many things wrong with it, I think, to be truly classic. If you took off Sarah leaving, I don't think it would feature on many people's. Sort of top ten lists, I don't think um, no. it's a great performance, I really love the performance, but there's just too many weird bits, the directions are all over the place, and it's really boring it, if the the plot runs out halfway yeah. through and never recovers no it i mean it's it wouldn't be anywhere near my bottom who, uh, but <laughs> yeah it's it's one of those where if you're in the mood and you go, oh, I don't know what's do, you, you might pick it, but you're not, you're not going to pass up your arc in spaces or anything as you're going along there.
1: No, no. You know. If, if, if it wasn't for episode four being so duff apart from the yeah. very end, you know, I, I, I would have considered putting it at number 10. Yeah. But I only like the first three episodes. Yeah. If, if they'd have kept
2: female Eldred all the way through, so to, to make this a classic, dump all that, guff at the beginning go straight into the quarry yep. play it a bit that the Doctor thinks they're on an alien planet do a bit of that then female Eldred all the way through and have a, don't have it the Doctor have to kill off the villain in a comic way at the end have it that you know Eldred gets back realises every one of her race is dead and she's a you know sad bitter end sort of thing or keep her on as a companion <laughs> Take taken to Gallifrey um but yeah you could have this could have been a classic this could have been right up there yeah
1: but it's just it's not quite it no. aims
2: and it misses a little bit
1: okay nicely put nicely put all right we're nearly at the end um I've some feedback because we've been oh, away for a while so we uh, a while, yeah. we've built up some feedback both from Neo Is it
2: people going where the hell are you
1: first one is yes is it yeah, yeah we well, not in not not in so many words but from nicholas clark on niazaz uh right. no new podcast for two weeks now hope ian and eric are both okay well thank you nicholas we are both okay everyone's okay in our lives yes. it's um just you know we've had some complications and then there has been work scheduling and yeah. um yeah it's we, just it, yeah it's
2: just it's been a confluence of um minor issues hasn't it yes it's
1: yeah just, yeah. and yeah. it's a Sched- sh- it's a shame old Neil couldn't join us. That was is, another yeah. little complication. The, the, there might be a complication in that this recording doesn't work. It might not work. <laughs> it I is. think we give up and we yeah. just choose a different story. Um, so thank you very much, Nicholas. And yeah, thanks for that. And then friend of the show from Neozaz a uh, 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 an often commentator, Mark Jacobs again. Um, Talking about our last one, um, which would have been Kronos. Enjoyed this one. Very funny. Some good one-liners. Oh, good. Will he say that when he's heard your appalling hand probably jokes not, at the beginning? No. no. Yeah,
2: probably not. That would he, be the end of it.
1: He's going to reply and say, i I take, everything, yeah. t- uh, take yeah. everything back. Yeah.
2: All, all the good stuff was just
1: a coincidence. Yes, that's yeah. what it was, definitely. <laughs> yeah. All right, so uh, we're on to the fifth Doctor not too many yeah, yeah. stories to choose from, and it's your choice, isn't it? Yes. Um, so, and so, there's a very yeah. good chance I haven't got this because there's still oh, okay. some Peter Davison's I haven't got or even seen. So. Oh
2: right! Oh wow! Um,
1: so yeah. So the the, the the adversary this time round.
2: Um, what can I what can I say that won't give it away? Uh, he's got a, he's got a bit of a spaghetti head. He likes to hang around boys' schools.
1: Uh, this is this is gonna be a Turlow story. Oh uh, yeah. Do you know uh, which one? Well I know the Black Guardian's in it, yep. but that he's not the villain, is he? No no we we're, we're we're doing um it's
2: Mordrin from Mordrin Undead.
1: Oh, that's old Chummy from... Um, it is, it's Monkey. Uh, yeah. Monkey, yes, yeah. and Blake 7 and everything. Ah, yep. yeah, no, I have got that one. Oh, you've got it? Good. Good. I just yeah. haven't watched it in a very, very long time.
2: No, I, I haven't watched it in a long time. Because um, also, of course, the other big thing in it, uh, the Briggs in it.
1: Yes, yeah. Shouldn't have been in it, but he's in it. Isn't that the one where it's like, people suggest it's an alternative Earth With or something? The, the
2: um, Unfortunately, this is the point where canonically the unit dating years are right screwed oh, is that up what yeah, we'll it have is. a lot to discuss on that um, also of course it shouldn't have been a brig it should have been Ian Chesterton returning That's so the story doesn't yeah. make a
1: quite yeah why is the brig sense? a teacher
2: yes exactly yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, I remember really enjoying it, at the, when it when it went out live so we'll see if it still have you watched up. it since though only when the DVD would have come out and it, I think it was quite an early, early one. Came out in a did it was it the uh, Black Guardian box set or something that came? It up?
1: was, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. for a while okay. I,
2: I was thinking it, looking at uh, Davison's story stories. Like you say, we haven't got that many left
1: no. before we start skipping
2: him as well. And um, I thought, oh no, we've done it. And I consulted a list. And I thought we haven't, but I remember talking about this.
1: We talked but, about the Black yeah. Guardian and exactly, the crow on his head. Yes.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, so I think. I think we touched on it lightly but we missed off all of the actual story Mordrin which is quite yeah. an interesting story you know. um, but yeah David Collins
1: yeah that's you, the fella you, uh, Yeah, you
2: can't really beat
1: or can we let's find yes. out well, yes yeah. Yeah.
2: Will, he, will he pull a Stephen Thorne
1: yeah a Stephen yeah. Thorne <laughs> that's our new phrase yes yeah. yeah, oh, he's a bit Stephen Thorne yeah alright okay folks well Good hopefully stuff. fingers crossed we'll yeah. be back in a week All right. It should be a bit
2: more regular.
1: All right. Okay. We've
2: we've taken our... uh,
1: All brand. You know, our all brand. (laughs) (laughs) Okey-doke. All right. See you in a week then. Right. Thanks, Cheers then. Right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.